Uh, so it's somebody's birthday today. Happy birthday, Waleed. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> deadpan. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, it's my birthday. Thanks. Mom was making such a big deal over people not wishing me in the family group. I'm like, Mom, it's okay. It's fine. No. I, I was going to wish you on it. I did, forgot to do it last night at 12 because I was so tired. Because usually I wish people first in the group and then everyone kind of follows. I forgot to do it for you last night because I was so tired. And she was like, just having, just like, no one wished him. And I'm like, no, they probably just didn't know. <laughs> I was like, like, I don't think Khalid checks the group anyways. But... No, I don't check the group, so. <laughs> I'm like, it's cool. It's cool. I think he's all, plus, you know, everybody wished him privately. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty, I'm pretty nonchalant about birthdays, mine or other people's, so. Yeah, we uh... all know. <laughs> But anyway, uh, why don't we introduce this week's topic? It's it's hot off the press. Uh, what's it's the blowing up? Into it. Um, oh, I guess like, I'll introduce it then. Well, it's actually hot off the press for the last seventy-three years. Seventy-three years, yeah. That's pretty accurate. Well, uh, it's a hundred if you count 1917, the Balfour oh. Deco Declaration. Oh, yeah. The British Mandate of Palestine. Oh, that gave it away. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Uh, spoilers. So you, you might as well just introduce it right right here and now. The Israeli-Palestine um, debacle. Conflict. Conflict. <laughs> I think people are saying it's not a conflict because it's not a two-sided thing. It's like a genocide, and I kind of agree. The, the genocide of the Palestinian people is an apartheid. Right, uh, but yeah. before before we sort of delve into uh, criticisms of what's being perpetrated there, I I feel like maybe it's important to give sort of like brief history on it I think, I think yeah Obeid uh, or Nana as we call him here uh, is is probably the most qualified person for this so <laughs> you, you want to give it a go I'll take that as a compliment yes Nana <laughs> you're, you're that you're that guy who just knows things yeah he's the best knower if I had to bet on someone Winning who wants to be a millionaire, I would bet on you. <laughs> so yeah, uh, why don't you go ahead and give us just like nothing detailed, just sort of a brief rundown of it. Okay. Um, I mean, you can you can pull up you can pull up wiki stuff if you want. I know it's it's hard to get off the top of your head, so feel free to do that. I guess we can no. We'll start from the very beginning. I guess. Well, not so far, but I guess. We'll start with Jerusalem and go on. So everyone knows Jerusalem, the uh, holy city for th all three Abrahamic religions, mm -hmm. and um, the site of the Temple Mount, well, former Temple Mount, uh, Masjid Al-Aqsa, and the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. As yep. we know, uh, it's been highly contested over the last few centuries. 
uh, and uh, as the Crusaders have, Crusaders, Muslims, and now the Jews have kind of laid a claim to it in some way, shape or form, and it's been. Don't forget the conflict. don't forget the Romans, the Romans, oh, the Romans too. Yes, <laughs> the pagan Romans. I, look, I guess the Italians have a claim now too. But uh, yeah, anyway, go on. I think the Italians have better things on the, to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, fast forward a couple hundred years to World War One. Let's say, yeah. yeah, and then Turkey. Well, the former Ottoman Empire. Uh, joined sides with the Axis powers uh, to defeat, well, to fight against the Allies in World War One, and you can guess how that went. They lost, and they broke up. So that, with the whole uh, sykes picot balford agreement, yep, they uh, decided to partition all these countries in the Arab uh, world, the Middle East, forming many Arab states. Including Saudi Arabia, uh, the Trucial States, UAE, uh, Iraq, Syria, and uh, the British Mandate of Palestine. Palestine, yeah. So I think it was it was nineteen. Sorry about it. Nineteen seventeen. The the uh, Balfour Declaration, where where the British started sort of bringing in Jewish settlers into into Palestine, if if I am not incorrect. Yeah. Which I, interestingly enough, sorry, I, I believe I believe part of that mandate and Hasina, you know, this is a really interesting point, if you want to pay attention. I know you hate history, but uh <laughs> but but I believe uh, part of the Balfour Declaration, what the British did there, is that they actively disarmed the native Palestinians so that when the Jewish settlers came in, there wouldn't be any conflict. Now, looking at that objectively, uh, I suppose you could make a decent argument for it, but at the same time, now that we are here 100 years later, you can you can sort of see the problems with that as when the when the Jewish settlers came in even a hundred years ago, they were able to sort of take land without the Palestinians able to, and of course the British were uh, supporting the Jewish settlers in terms of I think I think training them and arming them and then actively disarming the Palestinians. Uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, oh, me? Oh, yes. No, you not. Sorry, continue your history there. I just wanted to say that was their plan the whole time. It's pretty obvious. They yeah, were trying to do it. It started out well, I guess, and then uh, like there was there were some butting heads because obviously you know you're taking land from historically Arab people, but there was coexistence for the most part. I think. Yeah, I believe so. And then. Hitler happened. Uh, yep. This is where it starts going downhill. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, what Hitler did in Germany was atrocious. Oh, of course. It shouldn't happen everywhere, yeah, anywhere. Of course. Disgusting. But you could argue that, and, and, and like, you could argue that what they did, they basically, after the Holocaust, they shipped. They basically, you know, you know what happened after World War Two. The the Allies won again, and uh, Germany was defeated. And they basically created 
from the British mandate, they created uh, Israel. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know what? All these Ashkenazi Jews from Europe, you are not going to live in uh, Palestine or Israel. <laughs> and of course, of course, the Arabs didn't like that. They're like, hold on, wait a second. A, Europe, a Christian European dictator uh, torments the Jewish people, and then you, as the Christian Europeans, decide that you're going to move them to Muslim land. And of course, the Arabs got upset over that. And uh, I don't know exact dates when the, when the first sort of Arab-Israeli war was, but I think it was 1948, was it? I think it was um, a bit later. I think there was uh, a couple. There, there was, was a couple, the yeah. War, the Six-Day War. Yeah. That was in the 50s? Like, that was in the 50s, but I believe the very oh, the first, first one was 48. Oh, yeah. Uh, when, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure not which... Really. Yeah, yeah, 48, yeah. Yeah, 40, 48, and the Arabs, of course, lost that, because uh, the Arab militaries are a joke, even uh, today. Uh, same thing as they were 100, mili- uh, 100 years ago, or sorry, not 100 years ago, like 70-odd years ago. But yeah, they, they fought that war, and, and of course, if you sort of delve into it, you, you can go into the atrocities committed by both sides. And I know Hasina hates the both sides argument, but uh, historically speaking, the, both the Arabs and, and the Jewish settlers at the time committed pretty heinous acts towards each other. But but it was it was in the 1948 war uh, where the uh, uh, what should I call it? Was it the the Nakba? The the uh, yeah. where 700,000 Palestinians were forced out of their homes by uh, by uh, the Jewish settlers. Uh, who came from Europe, and that in itself is, I, I think, if you were to classify something as the the ignition for the conflict that would that would go on for the next uh, seventy odd years till today, I, I think that would be it. The the Nakba, the the forced removal of you know these native Palestinians from from their from their homes. Uh, but yeah, uh, Obey, do you want to go on? Just a quick brief of the next, uh, yeah, for the next 60 years. The next 60 years, yes. There's, there have been a multitude of conflicts, including some involving, um, Palestine, some involving Egypt. So there was the, the Six Day War, 67. Yeah. And there was the Egypt, Egypt Israeli War. Uh, Suez Crisis. Uh, yep. Uh, Egypt won that. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, as we know, they, they Israel does not have control of the Suez Canal, <laughs> which would be interesting. <laughs> they, did, uh, they, did, they did wipe the floor with the Arabs, though. I know it's not funny to laugh at conflict, but just seeing the utter disaster that was for, uh, I think it was Egypt and Jordan... That attacked Israel in the Yom Kippur War. Yeah, the Ramadan War. It was Kippur War. really bad. Uh, the the Israelis, of course, with with backing from the states, just just mopped the floor with them in, in six days. But uh, but of course, let, let's let's go on. Uh, of course, we have uh, the seventies and eighties where the, where the conflict really picks up again. Yeah, then there's uh, the Lebanon War. Yeah, the first Intifada, which is during the Gulf War. Uh, that was, I guess, uh, what ended that was the Camp David Accords. Uh, uh, Bill Clinton. I, 
and uh, I'm actually not too familiar with that, so. Uh, oh okay, and then Yasser Arafat. Yeah. He he was uh, I think he was the leading. What what was good about the '90s was there was a lot of, a lot of trials at peace with the. They tried to do a lot of peace accords with Yasser Arafat because he was acknowledging the existence of Israel and he was trying to work towards a two-state solution. Yep, and I, I believe, I believe uh, Arafat, uh, in his time at least, or at least a few years before, uh, I don't know the exact dates, but Arafat and the PLO um, sort of predate Hamas. Hamas uh, rose to prominence when in the 80s. I think. I'm going to say yes. I don't know his exact dates, but I'm pretty sure it was the 80s. All right. Uh, yeah, so, and, and of course, the PLO and Hamas fought each other, uh, as, as we all know, in addition to fighting Israel. But, but yeah, like you said, uh, Arafat and, and then the PLO uh, tried to get some peace deals with Israel and had some measure of success. But, of course, as we all know, in, in, this, in this whole mess everything peace quickly falls apart and of course you can you can go through the individual conflicts of what 06 09 uh 2014 and of course today it's it's more or less the same thing uh with the just the devastation especially on uh, on the palestinian side but but that's that's the sort of very brief history um don't don't take our word for it. Um, it's just really quick here. Uh, if if you want to, you can read more. <laughs> yeah, you, you should probably read more. This is this is uh, uh, not too great of a rundown. Uh, not nothing nothing bad on your part. Uh, okay, just saying it's it's really quick. Yeah, it's, we're we're it's out on 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 a lot of details uh, that we can't really uh, go over due to time constraints. But anyway, uh, this conflict. That broke out, and I'm using conflict here because I'm going to try to stay as unbiased as possible. And I know Asina's already getting mad, but I'm going to try to stay as unbiased as possible. I will try, <laughs> but uh, the the current day conflict. Um, I think the most important question to ask is where did it start? Um, I'd like to say right after the second intifada. I, so, I, I was uh, sort of talking about the pre oh. the present uh, 2021, this whole uh, uh, shake oh. dry <laughs> incident. Oh, oh sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about the last 20 years. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to bring our focus back to the to present day, uh, we don't want to spend too much time on history, even though history is really important. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, modern, yeah. modern twenty twenty one. Yeah. Right, it is important, but bottom line is there is a genocide happening here. That is why I don't really like this, you know, this whole conflict thing. Oh, there's a conflict. We're really like that to me when you say that word. We're literally like taking away from how from what the Israeli government, I'm gonna say Israeli government because I don't think all Israelis are bad. Or I don't yeah. think, you know, not all Israeli people are bad. And there's so many Israeli people living in Israel who are actually standing up against, you know, the Israeli government saying that this is an apartheid system, this is not right, you know, and calling out the racism and stuff. So it's not Israeli people. 
However, the Israeli government, what they're doing, when we say conflict, we're trying, they're trying to make it seem like it's two equal sides, like just, you know, getting into this sort of like argument and like, you know, it's both of them doing things. But the reality is you can clearly see Israel is, the Israeli government is trying to wipe out Palestinians. They want the entire like land to themselves. They want to annihilate the people. It's pretty, pretty obvious what they're doing. Right. And that's why I don't like the word conflict, because conflict means that the other person is all, it's like equal, but it's not equal. Even if you're going to bring Hamas into this, it's still not equal. Absolutely. Okay. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, oh, God, what was I going to say? Uh, Nana, if you have anything to say, uh, you can go ahead and say it, because I, I, just, I just forgot what I was going to say. Oh, and to add to that, uh, I think there's numerous reports. I think this is common knowledge, not that. Hamas is actually created by Israel to basically sow discord and um, uh, what's the word create trouble for the Palestinians in general like if we think about it the eviction started in the West Bank all of yeah. a sudden Hamas uh, takes over starts launching rockets into Israel from mm -hmm. Gaza and then yep. All of a sudden now, the Israelis like, okay, we're going to start firing rockets back into Gaza. Where did yeah. that come from? <laughs> Gaza's, Gaza's an open-air prison. Like, they're already distressed as it is. Right. And pe people would argue that Hamas is Israel's or the IDF's convenient excuse. And it, it's, it's not too far-fetched to say that... Uh, that Israel created Hamas because I mean that's that's their playbook really Mossad uh, how they how they operate of course uh, as Sri Lankans we know that uh, the Israelis actually had uh, quite a big role uh, uh, to play in in the Sri Lankan civil war in that they they sort of helped the Sri Lankan government with with surveillance but what they also did was um, attack the tigers through uh, you know espionage and and you know try to divide them in, in a similar way they did uh, to the plo and hamas so it's it's not too far-fetched to suggest that israel created hamas it's it's not some wacko con conspiracy theory in fact i think um i think oh god what's his name uh that, that, that american senator oh. is, it, is it was it rand paul rand paul oh no ron paul ron paul or rand paul one of the two there's two of them. I think it was Ron Paul was the one who keeps running for president, and then uh, he keeps failing. Someone, someone said. Uh, but I like. Yeah, and this is this is this is all on tape, by the way. It's I was either Rand Paul or Ron Paul. Uh, they said I'll openly that you know Israel created Hamas, right? I think um, it was Ron Paul. Is it Ron Paul? I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I think it's either Ron Paul or Ron Paul, but well, I, I suppose we'll just run with with uh, Ron Paul. Uh, if we're wrong, uh, please correct us. But yeah, this this guy is on, on record uh, saying that Israel created Hamas. I mean, and again, it, it seems it seems like some wacko conspiracy theory. Sorry, I'm having some... Uh, Oh, indigestion, perhaps, but from from my birthday dinner. But uh, yeah, it's it's not too far fetched at all to suggest that Mossad in some way created Hamas, and perhaps maybe I don't know is is coordinating with them to keep them in power because 
you guys, I think everyone should remember that the elite on both sides benefit in some way. You know, if Hamas stays in power, then, uh, of course, they, they are the uh, quote-unquote uh, democratically elected uh, government of Gaza, right? And as long as they're in power, they get to call the shot, they get all the benefits. I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe their leaders are, you know, sitting back with the with the Israeli cabinet and an Israeli elite and you know having a, the time of their lives, you know, their life saying, you know, saying, "Ha, look at these fools, they're fighting. We get to reap the benefits." I mean, that's unfortunately typically how it goes in war. Powerful benefit at the cost of the weak, but I don't know. I I'm just I'm just putting that out there. Well, I mean, that aside, though, like, the issue right now for me is, like, the amount of people that are dying, the amount of Palestinian lives that are lost. I think, like, this cannot be something that's ignored by people. I, I don't think we can all, I personally feel like, especially, you know, if Palestinians have expressed that, you know, social media, like, there's a whole social media resistance going on now because Israel has always controlled the narrative around what's going on there. Now, thanks to social media, like that's changing. So I feel like everybody needs to do their part in spreading awareness and actually fighting for these, you know, innocent people that are being slaughtered. I, for right. one, when I see the videos, I get really disgusted. I have, you know, broken down quite a few times this week just looking at these images and these videos. I'm like, how can you see this? And then be like, well, yeah, okay, that's going on, but there's nothing I can do. There is something we can do. There is something we can do. We all need to stand together. And we all need to be, you know, using our voices, you know, donating, protesting, whatever it is to, like, help them in any way that we can. Because I I am a huge social justice advocate, and I cannot, like, see people suffering like that and then just be like, oh, it's not my problem. Like, that makes me really angry. When I hear people are like, well, I don't really want to get involved. Well, you know what? There are children that are dying right now. They're getting bombed and, like, massacred. And it's really disturbing when you see the footage. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. It's 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 quite uh, harrowing to see uh, what pops up on social media in terms of the devastation in Gaza and then sometimes the West Bank. I mean, it's impossible to argue that that the that the application of force from the Israeli side is completely disproportionate to to what. Hamas can, you know, return uh, with their rockets. Because, of course, uh, as we all know, Israel has the Iron Dome. Uh, they have their... It's like one of the best, like, defense systems in the world. They're, they're one of the top, like, what? I was watching a video, top 20, top something. They're number 13. So, I don't, I don't think... This is, like, this is why I get really mad. It's literally, like, if... You know when the colonizers came here? To Canada, and they literally strip the indigenous people of their rights, their culture, everything, and we force them onto the reserves. They live in the reserves now. Like, can you imagine if they go to those reserves and just like start attacking? Like, they're obviously they're not as powerful as like the colonized, like not really colon, but you know, I'm gonna say for example, it's like Trudeau and whatever. But yeah. like, you can't. And if they fight back, like they know they're not gonna be able to win against like a bigger power. Like, it's just it's there's too much of a difference. And to, for people to be like, oh, it's fair that, like, 
we can, you know, we can defend ourselves. We have to defend ourselves when you know you're the bigger power and like what you're going to do is going to cause like a million times more destruction than what those other people can do to you. Like it's just, I don't know, it's just too sketchy for me. They're obviously doing this. Not, I don't even think it's about defense. It's literally about annihilating the Palestinian people. They're going in there. This is what they want. They couldn't get Sheikh Jarrah because they wanted it because to give to those what Jewish settlers from the New York. Where, what was, where, where are they coming from? The new Jewish, I was watching a video and one of the, the famous one, that Jacob guy, who's always, for some reason, all over. I know, I know a lot of them come from New York. That's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like to make room for them, they're going to take away, like, you know, Palestinian people already have so little. You know, they're going to go and take away that as well. I can't even imagine. Can you imagine if someone came to our house and was like, you know, God promised me this land, so therefore you have to get out. Yeah. <laughs> we would be like, what, like, what the hell? Is it, when you think about it, isn't that exactly what the uh, the U.S. settlers did to the natives? What, what do they call it? Manifest, manifest destiny. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is literally what this is why I see so much like similarities between Israel and Palestine and what Europeans did to the indigenous people here, and it's really wrong to do that to people to take away everything from them, and then when they fight back, it's like, oh my god, look at what they're doing! You know, like it's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. But here, here, here's the important question, and I think uh, we need to ask uh, ourselves this because, of course, uh, us three are Muslims, right? Um, absolutely, um, the Palestinians have the right to uh, defend themselves, right? I mean, it's it's right there as an Islamic mandate. If you're being oppressed, uh, you're supposed to fight back. However, is is there a certain way that Hamas should be doing it? Because we have to be honest to ourselves, right? They do shoot rockets, not at not at uh, Israeli military targets, but at uh, they try to target populated populated residential areas. I'm not going to sit here right. and like you know justify Hamas. Like I'm not right. gonna be like they're 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 good and what they're doing is right. Killing innocent Israeli people is never right. Like that's disgusting as well. Like you cannot. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that it's not. My issue, though, is when people start using Hamas to justify what Israel is doing. The Israeli oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That makes me really angry because you cannot compare the two. It's literally like uh, that to me is just it's, it's crazy. It's really crazy to, you know, compare the two. And when you like, like what? Why? Why are you, the Israeli soldiers going into Masjid Al-Aqsa and shooting everybody up with tear gas and rubber bullets like during the middle of Ramadan? Mm hmm. Is what Hamas was there? Like, is that like, they do that? Like, what I was watching this video, and this is a really great um, influencer who's Palestinian. You guys probably heard of Subhitaha, who is Palestinian himself, and he has, you know, he's very, very, you know, knowledgeable um, about Palestine and Palestinian history. And he was explaining whenever the Israeli government can't get what they want, they go and they attack Masjid Al Aqsa because they mm. know that it's very. Special. We know it's one of the third holiest sites in Islam for us yeah. as yeah. well. Go and attack that as a way to get what they want. So, I'm sorry. Like, you know, everybody keeps bringing up Hamas, Hamas, Hamas. And it's just really funny how, you know, people, you know, start to pay attention to Palestine only when, like, Hamas is, like, you know, attacking. Yeah. <laughs> but never when they're actually just being oppressed. Like, they've been oppressed for a long time. This started way before Hamas. This started way before, like, you know, this has been around like, always. Hamas or not like to me that just infuriates me and what makes me really mad is like just 
how much like power Israel has. The fact that they were trying to even censor social media. Yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed it, but even for me, like I couldn't um, when I was posting about Palestine, I couldn't highlight stories. People were getting um, their videos, even celebrities that were speaking out were having their things censored when it was about Palestine. So you can see how like you know scared they were getting because they can't control the narrative anymore. Yeah. Uh, there is there is this definite change in uh, mentality compared to ten years ago. More people are beginning to see the harsh reality of the. Um, and let's be honest. I mean, no one can deny that Israel is militarily occupying the West Bank, and of course, as we know, Gaza is the largest open air prison in the world. I mean, they they control everything uh, that They're goes. They're illegally occupying. Yeah, everything like it's it's really it's disgusting. Like I can't imagine living in a situation like that. Like, can you just imagine? Like, literally, you you can't do anything. You don't even have access to like you know. I was reading somewhere, and I don't know if this is true, but like even electricity, water, like everything they control. Right. And it's just really sad to see that, and it's it, not sad to hear it, and like. I feel like just really disgusted. Like I feel like you know this is this should have been a conversation happening with all of us like a long time ago. Um, you know, unfortunately, like it, it took something like this for a lot of people to pay attention. But now that we're here, like we really need to start helping as much as we can. That's why, like, I am very like pro Palestine. But I also want to just put something out there related to this as well. Like, anti-Semitism, like, that is a huge no-no. Like, yeah. I really, I think it's really disgusting for Muslim people to, because I, I see it on social media, too. Muslims or even non-Muslims, like, Palestine, whether they're Palestinian or not, you know, writing things on, like, Jewish people's things, like, you know, you deserve to die. Pray Palestine! You know, graffitiing synagogues, things like that. That's really disgusting, because you cannot blame an entire other, relig like, religion for what the Israeli government is doing. Like, right. that's really stupid. So if anybody is anti-Semitic like, out there, like, you just suck. Like, literally, like, shut up and don't even be part of the cause because you're just... That, that's not what it, this is about. This mm -hmm. is about giving Palestinian people the same rights as Israelis. And, you know, basic human rights. Literally, basic human rights. You know, th that's all they're asking for. They're not... You know, you. it's just... It makes me so angry. Like, you take everything away from them and you... And what little they have, you're trying to take that away too. You won't even let them live in peace. It's just disgusting. It you is, just, and of course, the, their 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 whole uh, reasoning behind the military occupation of the West Bank and uh, their uh, their control of Gaza is, of course, that Hamas operates in those areas. But of course, it's it's important it's to convenient. to realize that <laughs> if Hamas. You know, of course, their actions in terms of targeting Israeli uh, civilians is despicable, and uh, we all condemn it. Uh, but at the same time, Hamas is the democratically elected uh, government of, of Palestine, and it just the way the way uh, the way the Israeli authorities uh, treat them uh, is. I suppose uh, I'm talking about Hamas here, not not the Palestinian civilians. Uh, I su I suppose their their treatment of of Hamas is somewhat justifiable because of Hamas's militant nature, which of course again we all despise. Um. So how it's just it's it's complex. It's a complex issue in in terms of. You look at Hamas, and 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 you know that they themselves are, are 
bloodthirsty, just like the IDF. And they, there are a lot of um, high-ranking Hamas members that want to wipe Israel off the map. So it's, you know, where, where do you start for peace talks? You know what? You cannot ask the, the side that is weaker to like, okay, you you make peace with them. Like, you know, that you that, for me, that's kind of stupid. Because, like, it's literally like, you know, if, let's say I am this, like, six-foot man, and I'm beating up this 10-year-old kid, and then you're going and saying, okay, listen, this is a 10-year-old. You, you got to make peace with him, okay? You, like, you just see how ridiculous that sounds? Like, it's just like, no, it has to come from the other person. And we all know, guys, let's not, like, play around here. The Israeli government, you really think they want it? Do they want a two-state solution, or do they want the entire land to themselves? Probably the entire land. I mean, oh, at least at least Netanyahu's uh, Netanyahu's far, far right party. Yeah. Not, you, you hear in the way the Zionists speak, like you know the way they justify killing children. Oh well, you know the Palestinian children, they would have grown up to be like this anyway, so they have to go. Oh, like yeah. you, you see the way they talk. These are psychopathic people, and I don't think you know. It's just it's very unfair to me because it's like you know. Uh, even if Hamas isn't created by Israel, okay, I'm not going to justify Hamas. I do think, however, like, organizations like this, if they're born out of, like, as, like a, as a response to the oppression that's happening, you have to deal with the, like, the disease. Yeah. Hamas is, like, the symptom. The disease here is the illegal occupation of the Palestinian land and what they're doing to the people. That, to me, is the, the government, the Israeli government here is the disease. You yeah. have to deal with that. There's no point dealing with the symptom because even if you get rid of that, another thing is just going to pop up. Like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that's a, that's a really good point that a lot of uh, pro-Israeli people actually miss out on, is that yes, Hamas is very militant. Yes, they can be zealots, but like Hasina said, they are they are symptoms of of a greater conflict that goes back for the past a hundred years, right? No. And I'm not saying, like, you know, I don't like when people are just, like, you know, saying, like, is there, like you know, they don't deserve to be there. Get them out of there. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I think, you know, they. what I want is, like, for them to coexist peacefully. You know what I'm saying? Like, they both have, they both can be there. But, you know, to completely deny, you know, and when you, I was watching these videos of these, um, called ex-Zionist um, youth. They were speaking about sort of like the education system, you know, for Jewish Zionists and what they're taught about the land. And it's completely false. They are basically taught that they were brought to an empty land. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? And when, in a way, like, when you're indoctrined with those type of things, when you internalize those things for such a long time, for them, this is the truth, which is why if you look at it, I guess, like, in their head, it's totally justified what they're doing. Like, that's what they see. But it's not true. And... It's just really, like, sad. I'm happy, though, that there are people, even though they were brought up in, like, a Zionist culture or a Zionist Jewish religion, are able to move away from that, you know, and kind of take a look back, you know, take a step back and be like, okay, this is really messed up. We're teaching, you know, and what we're, like, told. And today, actually, guys, there is a protest downtown by the Jewish community, and they are standing up for Palestinians. Mm-hmm. Like, that is amazing. So... Again, no anti-Semitism. For anybody listening to this out there, if you are anti-Semitic, shame on you. 
Precisely. Uh, I know. I know. Uh, Obeyed. We've not been letting you talk. So uh, sorry, <laughs> you, you want to go ahead and yes. say something? Sorry, uh, those are all good points. And actually, the uh, eviction crisis with Sheikh Jura, the neighborhood I was just reading, it goes back to the Ottoman Empire period. Like Does the it? Land, yeah. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> there have been disputes between Jewish and uh, Palestinian, Palestinian people since back then, and I guess right now, like, it's just escalated to a point because of the, you know, the, the sheer amount of pure... Violence. Genocide that's being committed by Israel. This is a genocide, guys. We have to use the proper terms here. Because when we start using terms like conflict and, you know, new, let's be neutral, stuff like that, we really are taking away the, ma- like, how severe this these issues are. We're literally minimizing what's happening to them. That's why I'm really particular about the language that is used. And, like, again, like, to me, anybody who says, like, I want to stay neutral, it's just, for me, it's really sad because I see a lot of these people who say they're neutral were standing up for Black Lives Matter, standing up for, you know, against Asian hate. But I'm like, why won't you stand up for this? Like, this is, that also makes me angry. That's something I wanted to bring up here, too. Like, why are you picking and choosing, like, who's, like, you know, who to fight for? And it just makes me really mad. How can you say, you you know, you want equality for everybody and you stand up for justice and everything, but when something like this happens, it's like, oh, it's too complicated. I don't want to be a part of it. I'm going to be honest, bluntly honest. I, I think I think part of that has to do with uh, the Palestinian side being Arab and Muslim. Uh, as we all know, uh, a lot of a lot of people in, in the West uh, have a problem with... Uh, with Muslims, so I, I I I do believe that part of the reason they they sort of stay neutral or are very pro-Israel is because the other side just happens to be Muslim. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> and not kind of that's racist. You're like that. Don't be. Don't come at me and tell me that you're all for social justice and blah 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 and like fighting against systems of oppression if you're going to be like that. Is that actually? you know people that are true like social justice advocates will not say something like that Mm -hmm. i really get annoyed and also performative activism really pisses me off cough cough certain celebrities (laughs) yeah i have to say it annoys me so much like what the heck i mean i called it out during blm as well i was like this is all performative activism you don't truly care about what's going on you're just doing it because it's trendy because everyone does it if you know but if you're gonna get heat and backlash and you're gonna lose brand deals you're not all of a sudden you're not for it so you know yeah anyways <laughs> uh can we get a quick time check actually uh we we're at 38 minutes all right so um i suppose we can bring it to a wrap here try and keep it at 40 um, this topic though we have to like do more than one i don't think you can you can't you can't cover it in a single episode but at the, at the same time there's only so much you can say right i mean you I mean we can we can we can sit here and tell people to to be active to to protest to look into this issue but it, at the end of the day unfortunately it's 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 up to uh it's up to the people right the one thing, though, I want to say, like, something Subhi Taha was telling us, he's like, don't try to convince Zionists. Mm. They're already made up their mind in their head. They have justified the genocide. 
don't try. The people that you should be trying to get through to are the people that are on the fence. Right. I'm not really sure. This is the people, like, these are the people that you should be conveying information to, you know, and, you know, getting them to be aware, which is why for those of us who have, like, social, big lo social media platforms and a large following, to, you know, those of us that are also pro-Palestine, we do put this content out there for them to see. Again, don't put anti-Semitic, like, content out there because that's just literally going against everything that we're trying to achieve but put information out there like history what, facts statistics what the palestinian people are going through put out you know information about donating to certain like um like islamic relief or you know there are a lot of businesses here in toronto that they're raising money they're selling products that they're raising money to you know send to palestine Put those things out there and have conversations with the people around you. I know, like, for me, like, I posted, so I have a public page, Brown Girl Therapist, a mental health page, and I have, like, a non-Muslim following on there as well, and I put a post up about Palestine. And, you know, people seemed to be pretty receptive to it. They were liking it and they were reading it. So just put it out there, mm -hmm. you know. Do, we have to do our part. We have to do our part and like because you know this stuff isn't covered in like big news areas like or the news is kind of skewing it and making it seem like a conflict we also have like a duty like and a responsibility i think as humans right to stand up for those that are oppressed you, you for me you cannot sit back and like just live your life normally while people are literally like children are being like you know bombed Right. That is a privilege we have, you know, even for me, like I was talking about this with my friend, the fact that we can even turn off our phones and take a break from it is a privilege. Mm -hmm. Imagine yeah. living there, they don't get that. So we have to stand up. It's, and for me, especially, like this is not a Muslim thing. This is for Palestinian Christians, Palestinian Jews. This is like a human rights thing. This is not just for Palestinian Muslims, you know? So yeah, that's what mm -hmm. I have to say. There are so many ways, again, like we can get involved there. It besides like social media and uh, uh, relief efforts there's even something so small as uh, contacting your elected representatives yeah. that's huge and, that's huge uh, informing them that this is an issue even if they don't even if they don't or they don't seem receptive at first if you keep like trying they'll uh, eventually come around and they'll they'll notice that you keep bringing this up and then uh, they'll take a stand on it somehow. Yes. Also, we should have talked about, you know, U.S. and Canada selling deadly weapons to Israel, even in the middle of this. Yeah, it's... This it's... Is, it's... It's... it's we can go into whole, whole yeah. When when people when people say it's got a complex issue, I mean it, it's a geopolitical thing. I mean you have uh, the sale of arms to the IDF uh, by the states in Canada, and of course you have the sale of arms to Hamas by countries like Iran. So it's everyone. Everyone has a stake in this, uh, right? But this time um, disgusted with Trudeau when Jagmeet said he didn't even say stop it completely. He's like stop it until like you know. Was it what did he say? Like till while they're attacking Gaza? Was that what he said? I can't remember his exact words. No, while Israel is violating human rights, stop it until they actually you know get themselves checked. You know, like check yeah. check themselves. But Trudeau was just like, no, he's he was literally reading off a paper. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at. It, I was just like, what the hell? I'm like, you suck. I can't believe I ever liked you. 
Don't even bother wishing us Eid Mubarak. Please don't. <laughs> right. I remember, like, even throughout the last 73 years, we said, uh, or even 100 years, the, the whole geopolitics has been a huge part of this. Like, even during the Cold War, it was the United States backing Israel and uh, the, basically the, the Soviet Union backing the Arabs and the Palestinians. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. Um. It's just, it's just really disgusting, though. I mean, like, even objectively, what were they saying? Israel has broken 62 human rights violations? Yeah. What was a country that was, they were comparing it to a country that broke one, and then that country was invaded, and, you know, there was... Iraq. Was it? it was Iraq. Iraq. <laughs> so it's just really, it kind of just shows you, like, how much power Israel had. How much influence they had. Even... Sorry. 62 violations. I mean, come on, if this was any other country... Well, let's not forget about uh, Sri Lanka also. Even some really atrocities uh, committed by the Tamil Tigers. And they didn't really do anything for that. So. Yeah, that is true. But yeah, Still, you know, this is, this is like, I don't know. This to me is like ridiculous and then you yeah. know i've seen posts about people in india saying india is backing up we're pro-israel and i'm just like what is going on here like yeah <laughs> it's uh i mean yeah. we can we can go into many different uh topics, yeah, there's topics many different for this topic but guys i just want to say something one thing tomorrow there is a protest they are going to be marching for anyone who can go definitely go show your solidarity um stand with the palestinian people you know, those of us who are pro-Palestine, or those of you who are on the fence, do your do your research. You know, that's that's yeah. That's I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna shut up now because I have yeah. Uh, the thing about protests, though. Sorry. Go ahead. Right? I think I like protests, but uh, personally, um, I just find it a bit weary about joining protest places. It's just a personal preference for me, because like uh, I don't know. I feel like if you're, I don't know. I guess it's the, it's the least we could do, but uh, I don't know. Just seeing the type of... I heard there was some arrests made at the last protest, so it's kind of... It's you know what, guys? My, my friends were there at the protest. The media is really spinning this around because the people... The, you know who was actually causing more trouble? It was the Israel, the pro-Israeli people. Okay? And they're trying to spin it around and make it seem like it was, like, the Muslims or, like, the pro-Palestinian people doing most of it. It's not. Like, if you, my, people, my friends and stuff, they have it on video. They have every, they, people, and they're just, like, everything is being spun by the media, of course. But, like, you know, I hate. But, yeah, I mean, if you can go, definitely go. Obviously, I know with COVID and stuff, some people may be hesitant, and I understand that. Um, so, not, not going to disrespect anyone that chooses not to, but, like, if you can go, or if you know what, just whatever you can, just try to do whatever you can. That's all I gotta say. Can okay, I really will shut up? We should yeah. end this. Yeah, we <laughs> we should. Uh, so it's it's a very intensive topic, a very a very uh, poignant topic uh, when when it comes to uh, human rights issues and human rights violations. But anyway. Uh, we all know people have a lot to say on this topic, so please do let us know what your thoughts are on, uh, you know, both the IDF, Hamas, and the whole uh, uh, issue, the apartheid, and the just the, 
to genocide, really. Well, I mean, let's be frank. Even even outside of Hamas's actions, we we see uh, Israel violating. Uh, this is another Holocaust. Yeah. Literally, yeah. that's what people are comparing it to. This is another Holocaust. Yeah, let's basically consider it that. Anyway, um, yeah. Another so Holocaust or apartheid? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the time? I know. I know we're 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 getting there slowly, but uh, forty-seven, okay. forty-eight. Yeah. I mean, let's let's just call it here before we. All right, guys. Go, thank you for listening. Yeah, and uh, please, please tune in uh, next next time. Uh, thank you. We're gonna have a part two. Well, we can go into the history and everything too. Oh, yeah, for sure, we should do that. That's a good yeah, idea. I'm not the history part. I mean, I'll join, but I, I I'm more of the you know human rights uh, violations. Let's social justice part of it. I will speak on that. All right. All right. Uh, so yeah, thank you for listening, and please do tune in uh, next episode. Bye, guys.